0: A whole section in the learning of Breslov is Rabbi Nachman's Siporei Maasiyot, the, the tales, the stories. It's a whole section in the world of Rabbi Nachman. And it's not like cute Hasidic tales. The stories Rabbi Nachman told were filled with secrets and secrets and secrets. Some people spend a lot of time learning them B'iyun, B'iyun Rav. Hopefully we'll, we'll get there one day as well, that we'll dedicate a chunk of time to understand the stories that Rabbi Nachman shared, because they're filled with Torah, but they're also filled with direction towards the Avodah of the end of days, which is what we're in right now. Um, and what we're going to be doing today is taking one piece of a story, and you'll see how even in one piece of the middle of the story, and you may not even know the context of the story, and it doesn't even matter in order to learn things out of it. Okay, so did it ever happen to you that you really wanted to talk to someone because you felt like you had something to share or something to learn from them? And you begin the conversation and you see it's not going anywhere, but you don't know what to do because you you started it. <laughs> More or less. Yeah. It's a very awkward situation. It's very bizarre. It's it's lobarur bidukma. But when it comes to ruchnius, I mean, th- this happens, happened to me quite, quite some time, you know, many times, that it's very, like, when you're certain, like, no, I'm supposed to be going here to receive from, from this, and then you go and it's not happening, it can create a big tumult in your heart, and it can create bad things. If it's just a conversation with someone that you wanted to get close to, and it's not working, say there, chabal. hopefully I'll find someone else in my life. But when it happens to be about... Someone, a friend that you wanted to actually like have a deep talk with, and it's not deep, then it's a problem. Like for 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 a long time, whenever I'd go up to my Rosh Hashiva when I first went to to Amifti, I'd go up to the to the Rav Bravindir's seat, and every time I came with the safe or whatever, and I wanted to engage in that way, and every time it was like, Katz, what's really going on in, in, in the Moshev?" Like or he would ask me questions, or or what what what's happening with your cover in l a and it was never i was i I wanted so badly for it to be about no, it's a Rosh Shiva, I'm a Talmud, I want it to be about this. It took me a long time to realize that what Rav Ravinder was was doing in his very creative and deep wisdom was that he was setting the stage for something much deeper than just saying, Okay, let's just connect like this right now It was doing something very very deep, but and Nachman says that gonna, when Mashiach comes, he's going to teach us the Midah of Savlanut, right? I didn't have that. I didn't have that. And for, it took a long time for me to basically, like, be okay with his method of giving over, as opposed to what I thought I need and must be the Indian. It's a very deep language It's a very deep language It connects to what we... But if you have a chance to listen to last night's Pasha class, this is exactly the Nikudah of the Chet of Adam Arishon and the Chet HaEgel, that things have to happen on my time. This is a very interesting thing. Okay, what we're going to see today is just, again, one paragraph like you see on the top of this page. Based on this one paragraph in the middle of the story, Rabbi Levi Yitzchak Bender is going to tell us a, a, a beautiful, simple Eitzah from Rabbi Nachman. But let's learn the paragraph from the story. An oreach, a guest, walked into the house of someone, and he asked the Balabite, "What do you do for a living?" The Balabite answered, "I don't have a you know a, a set kavua uh, you know way of income." Uh, here it probably means Maybe I have to travel. Like I have to. It's not something steady. I have to go out and do things. Okay. Yeah, Vish- like what,
1: um, what you like uh,
0: sustenance. Yeah, yeah, sustenance. Like my sustenance is nothing kavua. It's nothing like I can wake up. Yeah. matalomed and then he asked him, "Well, what are you learning?" And then he answered him, "What he's learning." and they were conversing together. Ad, Shenich Nisu, Betoch, Sichat Dvarim, Hayotzimina Lev. Sachna, Bidiuk, Sachnash. Okay, you know Sachnash is? Especially Tavus, Sihat Nefesh. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sachnashim, yeah. Hey, Bokeh Tub. But the lashon here is very accurate, okay? Look, the, the word, you saw what the words were? They were conversing together, meaning the conversation was going on, and nothing was really happening. Until they actually entered a new realm of the conversation, which was, like we said, a shachnash. till actually, <laughs> right, till that started happening. We're going to learn a whole Torah based on that one line. It's unbelievable. And mm-hmm. then the so, Then out of nowhere he starts to have these longing, Then he started wondering, Wow, how do I, how do I become holy? How do I attach myself to holiness? Now, you don't, for today's year, you don't have to know the context of anything else in this story other than one thing. A conversation began about Parnasa, and it ended off with pe- with one, uh, with two people longing for Dvekas. At a certain point in the conversation, something switched, and it began to be soul talk. At a certain point, okay, that that's what we have to know from this story. Beseder, clear so far? Any questions on this paragraph or not? It's pretty straightforward. Vaita, let's go. Now, this is Rebbe Levi like Bender, the leading wrestler of Ur-Chassid in the last century. This is how he explains this. If, in fact, the deeper will of a person, when they engage with someone, is to actually speak about things that really matter, about meaningful things in life, and things which will open your heart, and it's very much connected to what I told you when you walked in here. <laughs> even if in the beginning you don't merit it, but then when you keep up, when you start talking, but you continue to talk and you don't give up on the conversation, as I talk dibur, then even if it doesn't happen in the beginning, within the flow of the conversation, olim dvarim tovim gute diburim. Good things will come out. It happened to me a little bit yesterday. Someone asked me, How are you doing? And I thought about it. And I said, Usually I won't say Baruch Hashem because I don't want to sound from. So I'm, I'm actually going to give an answer, right? And then I was like, Wait a second. Yesterday I was really feeling like really Baruch Hashem. So I said, You know what? Really Baruch Hashem? He's like, From or not from?
1: Daniel. <laughs> 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 no, no.
0: <laughs> From or not from, it was like a, it was someone that was, you know, we have this, uh, it's Rav Daniel Katz, if you know him, he was, whatever, he was very special, we have a very uh, <laughs> a good, uh, we, we actually like each other, it's, it's like a rare thing. <laughs> 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 no, it's like, like yeah, I love you, I love you. Then you have people that you actually like, you know, you like, it's, you, you feed off each other. You could, you know, you're, whatever. But the way, he, but so I was thinking like, how many times people ask someone like how they're doing until they get to answering that question can take paragraphs or hours or years of a relationship. I think what he's saying over here is that if your Ratzon Epidemi is to manage connect to someone in order to bring out, <coughs> to receive from them, you know, they inspire you so much. As it is, or maybe they see something in you, but it's not happening in the beginning. Don't worry. If your Ratzon Epidemi is that something beautiful should come out of this, stick to the conversation. Don't stop. Don't give it up. I'll give you another example. There's a famous Rav in Yushalayim that many of you know without mentioning names. But it used to inspire me day and night from his um, emails that were sent out. This is when emails were really, when, when weekly e- Divray Torah it was the beginning of weekly Divray Torah, you know, like 20, like 20 years ago, when it wasn't like you're on 25 lists and WhatsApp group. There was no, you know, it was just email. There was no Facebook, was nothing else. It was just email. About 20 years ago, Berach. And I was so inspired by this person, and I knew I really—if I could have a chance to actually be with them in person—it would be even more bishmash. It would be amazing. So anyway, I'm walking down to the kotel one Friday night, and I see him there. And I said, "Oh, Rabbi so and so, I want you to know, like, it's such a schuss to meet you here. I'm, where you davening you know, here? I'm like, I want you to know, I, I, you're, you're very Inspire me." So much every Friday. They give me so much. He's like, oh, yeah, that stuff, yeah, it's just adapted from a few different... My secretary puts it together from different mm. classes over the years. <laughs> no, so I, I looked at him, and then I'm in front of the kotel, right? So I'm like, I'm asking Hashem, come on, bemet, lefe, it's not nice. Bemet, it's not nice. I feel like, right? Isn't that not nice? He's being <laughs> so there's a few options. I mean, I actually know that. that, that I mean, I, let's do a kavshut azarma as well as session, but or I could just jump to that. No, no, let's go. Let's go through the kavshut. Maybe he's being very humble. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: for your sake,
0: if for your sake, I'm doing that because that's so hurtful. <laughs> no, no,
1: I, yeah. I, I went. I mean, I'm good. It was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were his words. They were in that. They court, were his words. They, they were in
0: order. To make the decision because, like, they were his words. Like, he was... Right, and he didn't even... He, well, he wasn't even aware. Know, thank you. Huh? What's wrong with...
1: Thank you so much. Mm. Right. What's wrong with... I mean, sorry, I'm not... I don't,
0: you don't I know who it is. So. Okay, no, no. No, I, no I'm not going to say who it is, but maybe...
1: Therefore, I can say
0: something. But I think that maybe... Well, and we'll get back to why I brought it up in a second, but I don't want to lose track of it, but maybe it's because, you know, not all people that cause people to be inspired are actually inspiring in person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a it, well, it's it's, ha- moment, it's hard huh at the,
1: at the first moment
0: even after the 10th moment well, yeah yeah, yeah. i feel like you have- i don't know
1: it's like comedians who are so funny when they're doing their oh, routine. routine and then in prison yeah. they're like dry and
0: like, zero personality and- That's surprising. That's very I just surprising. Think yeah that. uh, what about think what about musicians are you kidding me hard. musicians that are able to Like, many of you think that the musicians that you like, because Hashem gave them a gift of expression, that they can actually talk... Do you know how many of the musicians that you all know, they can't have a conversation with you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They They can't talk to you. Their only way of talking to you is when there's thousands of people, or when you're very, very, very far. This happens all the time.
1: But you're saying, based on this, that even those people who are able to meet themselves best in music, through writing... And that's how they inspire, because they're meeting themselves with Hashem through mm-hmm. their writing, through their music, through whatever. You're saying if you continue the conversation, ah, so very good. You're bringing us back to, to this.
0: <laughs> no, no, no I, it's very good. So he's <laughs> saying and like this. It sounds like a contradiction. You no, know, so I was gonna, I was gonna bring it back home to what you said. It's very good. He's saying that if your son, okay, in engaging with the person is to bring about diburim Kedoshim, good words and holiness. Then if you stick to the conversation, eventually, something you you start to go into that zone of, like he said, um, Until you eventually enter into this place where it's, Now, you're thinking right now, what if the person is actually a filthy, arrogant, fill in the blank? Are you supposed to continue the conversation with someone that's just, you know, could it be that someone that you thought you were going to receive or give inspiration to is just filthy? And maybe maybe the Eitzah is... <coughs> yala. Find
1: it. I think, I believe that there's in every person there's something. So even if it's that person is... It, it has that filth, like, it, you know, the, the Torah about that rabbi that died and the, and this person that, that bad-mouthed him and the Stamidim, I was like, how could you say, you know, mm-hmm. said every 30 days I'm going to yeah. it. So he
0: found good. So I think believe that if you if you tap in and go find it. Rabbi Nachman believes the same as you. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not my mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> But I, that's
1: what I've learned over the course of yeah. I believe people are born yeah. that
0: way. With because the purity. The purity. Yeah.
1: I mean, there are people in this world who do.
0: Everyone it's very is. very hard to avoid yeah. that. They like, who wrote that? It's no
1: longer. Yeah. I mean, Yeah. you hear stories that are. Like, Terrible people who are terrible things. Uh, <coughs> you
0: no, know, we have to we have to have our healthy boundaries, but we're we're talking about a basic not, not not too not too much of an abstract concept, but a very basic concept of wanting to I have a sense that I, I have a an Nagia. And Nagia means I, I have some shaykhus, meaning Yeshli mm-hmm. Shamashu. I have some kind of spark there. I have to So what
1: happened? To huh? So what
0: Okay, so I'll go back to him, and I realized that I'm a kabbal that it was my lesson for Betul in terms of the image of the person behind the words. Mm-hmm. And once I accepted that he actually is not a personable person, he's not, but he's a sweet, it's not his fault, it's not like, it's not because of Amida, it's just the way he is, mm-hmm. but there's a reservoir of depth, I was able to, it took, it took many years, it took probably another five or six years, it's mm-hmm. a big rub in Yushalayim you, almost all of you know him. Mm-hmm. And afterwards I was able to realize, okay, I have something here. It's not going to come from Sichas like this with him. For me. It's just going to come from mevatling myself to the Torah that he has to share. And perhaps, maybe if I don't give up on the conversation, it will come out in Sichas like this. Could be. I don't know. But that was my limud from that person, from that rav. Mm-hmm.
1: Not this.
0: Not yet. Ruch Hashem, He's still alive, and I'm still alive. Meaning, we're still in the process.
1: I think also what you saying is very beautiful because self-seeking—it's its like you did a certain self-seeking there because you were like excited to, you know, to to um, you know bring
0: up what he's he how he's inspired you. Mm-hmm. But these people are not always, you know, just because no. we have that certain, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Let's go. Let's go ahead. Next paragraph. What ends up happening sometimes? That you start speaking about even like holy things, Torah or whatever it is, but you see there's no harmony here. It's not. It's not bringing. Huh?
1: Flowing?
0: It's not flowing. It's not arousing anything. It's not. The, huh? Click. No, click. There's it. no. It's actually the word in in Yeshivish is just, it's not stemming, stem, stemmed. It's not stemming. You know? It's not there. And but it says what happens. So you said you know you like both of you say oh I have to meet someone or something like that, <laughs> and it's over. And then you go each you each go your own way. Achloken melandeno Rabbeinu Rabbinatim says sorry, that's not our way. You have to keep on talking. Don't just let go. There will be some kind of liveliness and flow which will result from a conversation that you don't give up on so fast. If it's mamish shemaim, because by conversing together, like the Rebbe used those words and you continue with the conversation, you enter into a new world of conversation, which is called, dvarim it's like amazing. You can have a conversation with someone, and it's about good things, but it's not yet the Indian there. And then you enter into a new pardes of a conversation. While you're in this, it's like you went up a level, you know, while you're talking to someone, it's like you enter into a new level. And that new world within the conversation is called, oh, now we've entered the chamber, the orchard of Dvarim same person, same conversation, but it went up to another place. Now, the word in Hebrew that he uses here for conversation is not dibul, and it's not amirah. It's siach. And that's very important. But where do we see the word siach the first time in the Torah? First time in the Torah. We're talking about vegetation already, right? It's right in the beginning of the Torah. So we're talking about like when things have to grow, it needs a person to daven over it, right? Yes, nachon. later on, when we speak about Yitzchak Avinu going out and davening, it's Yitzchak Basadeh. But basically, this was preparing us. This tzaddik said, you know, this happens in conversation between people about not giving up when it's not flowing in the beginning, Right? Like you ever invite some this is this is when it gets really weird like when you invite someone for Shabbos, for a meal and it's just not happening mm-hmm. it's just like it gets awkward really fast and you and you you have to like smirled. Huh? Was, well, <laughs> that's what it was meant for <laughs> Zemez, okay or you have to really like re, you have to like dig deep and think of like you have to like basically or spend the rest of the meal doing plain Jewish geography, <laughs> and then you realize, wow, even here there's no like third cousin that went to high school with this but per- nothing, so what ends up happening there you prop likedermayam, you do your best, but we feel like that sometimes when davening too with Hashem is that this is just not clicking mm-hmm. now. In the name of holiness, or in the name of being real and authentic, I may come to the conclusion that the that then the right thing to do is. God doesn't want a robot. I'm closing the safe you. God doesn't want me to be a mechanic. Doesn't want me to be this on automatic pilot. The wants chiyus, wants life. Right. So look what he says now, in the bottom of fifth avah yudbet, kmochen betefila sotto indavening. When a person begins to dab in one of his fields before Hashem, even if that person still doesn't feel passion and longing, you don't sit there and be like, Yeah, I'm not going to start until the fire is. Starting to roar, you have to start davening even if you're not feeling it. And to actually just say the words, to actually just say the words, Bren is fire, even without the fire, without the passion, right. But if you stick to it, and your kavana is, I know there's something here for me, I don't feel it yet, but I'm not leaving this conversation, I'm not closing the door. I'm not looking at my watch and saying, oh, I forgot that I had a meeting. I'm sticking to it. He says, you're going to come to it. I'll give you a great... Um, I can bear witness to this, that this happened to me this morning. And sure. I, well, I actually knew we were going to learn this, so I said I better... You know, <laughs> it, it would be horrible if, like, I just said this over because he said so. But inside, I'm thinking, this really doesn't work. But I, I meant I knew, so I was working with this this morning. And you know, you know how, like, I don't know how, for you, it's different. But with you know, a man has to wait, when, when you take your kids to school, and you know, you have to also make it to Minion And then your kid says on the way to school, "I have to go to the Makolit because I'm whatever." Those are sometimes the worst ones. <laughs> the Shmaya, it worked out, and I already planned in my mind, I'm going to get there in the late for davening, maybe I'll daven much later, after she, whatever it is, and I just said to my like, you know, just stick to it, let's see what happens, stick with the course, and Tiffy ran in, got what she needed faster than I've ever seen her, seen her get anything, got back, and I was first in shul, second in shul, second in shul. So then I'm like, Ugh. and then I started feeling bad about myself. about all my whatever, I'm just sharing you a little bit of this chitcha of this old that's my mind. <laughs> the point was is that I didn't. The davening didn't start with "Oy, Dula Shem Kiruv It Wasn't that? But I, I wanted to like really tune into this and be like, at what moment does it does the sicha go into the world of 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 dvarim hayotzi Simina Can you detect when it happens? One time we actually did this nisayon with the chavr, with the boys in, in the Chabura to see when we stop singing the nigun and the nigun starts singing us. We we actually did a, a, a nisayon like this. We did the uh, nigun of the the Salam song Ba'al Shem Tov da Seidah uh, Rishnah Long three-piece nigun meditative nigun you can get really lost in there in a good way and it was so beautiful that everyone did go, anyone that allowed themselves to go to that other world where the nigun Singh Sing Ziyo couldn't tell when it happened. Those that were trying so hard to control the moment of when it happened never ended up going there. <laughs> so in davening, it's a very deep thing. It, it's not about detecting, oh, and then the light turned on, and then I started feeling it. On an avoda level, it is, I am not going to stop the conversation because it's not starting with, I'm not going to not start the conversation or I'm not going to stop the conversation just because it doesn't start with bren, with, with islav, with passion. So you think, and it's a very interesting thing because you think that Rebbe Nachman would say, what are you kidding? You're going to be fake. Every word has to be authentic. And the Rebbe is dealing with our basic psychological human condition. That it's not always going to be fire. And every conversation that we engage with won't necessarily be exactly that inspiring, motivational back and forth. But stick with it. That's the avoda. It sounds so deep. It's very simple. The depth ends up taking place. There is an eventual entering into an orchard of but you can't detect when it happens because it's Ma'al man. It's beyond time, that moment where that conversation... <clears throat> you, you know my friend, uh, Reb Leibish, 100, do you know him?
1: Montreal.
0: In Montreal, now he's a, he's a rough in both Beit and Simchat Shloman and Yerushalayim. Leibish and I, one Mozai Motzei Shabbos, we know that we started talking at about 9 p.m. on the corner of Usishkin and uh, Karen Kayemet. We don't know anything else. We don't know when we stopped talking on a, hey, how was your last year in Montreal? And, when, and we still, this was sicha was about seven, eight years ago. Whenever we look at each other, you we say, well, you know, we're still on that park bench, right? It's like, you're still, in that, we're still there. That's, a, that's going into a sicha of You can think about it in your own lives. Do you have moments that you've had with people where you were engaged in a conversation that went to that makom? right it went there it still stays it still lasts just like certain feelers like you know what i had an amazing incredible moment with your husband when we years ago when he took me on a, on a hike up to this amazing mountain in melbourne and we took the base yaakov of ishbitzer was with us and it was so marvelous that we decided we're, we're, we're putting like a, before all this garbage, we're pinning, like we're putting a pin here, we're, we're dropping a pin here in our consciousness that whenever, whatever, you ever want to go back to that place because the Sichas Haverim was so deep. And the Torah we were learning, it all added up. There was harmony and we kind of made this kind of mental note of like dropping a pin. And I've gone there, it sounds really weird, but I've gone there a few times. And to know that, like these things do exist, they're there. They don't, maybe not as strong as when it's actually happening, but it's to remind ourselves that even if something in the beginning doesn't feel like it's flowing, stick with it. In shul, this happens quite often. In a person's personal feel an attempt to connect, this probably happens more often than not.
1: It's beyond time, teams. <clears throat> and I feel like it connects to also why. Well, like, Say hasidim, don't say goodbye. It's like that same idea. Just it's mm-hmm. always they're they're always connected. They're always connecting. Right. Mm-hmm. 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 But yeah. this is
0: like beyond our basic moral talk. Like I
1: don't. With davening. No, with individuals.
0: The individuals, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like I don't. I am not quoting sukim and I'm not you know talking Torah. Like we say, We are, we have gratitude in conversation. Right. But I don't. I mean, I think for a woman, maybe it looks different unless I'm missing
0: the point. Like, I feel like... Let me, let, me, let me clarify a little bit. The conversations he's speaking about between people, men, women, doesn't matter who, it's not about how many psukim are you quoting to each other or how many midrashim you're memorizing. Or
1: like learning actual Torah and the secrets no. of the world and no. The conversations.
0: No. no, 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 no. Okay, just
1: clarify.
0: Not at all. It's engaging in meaningful conversations. Simple on any level in shape or form that it is. It's not like we can only go out to coffee if you bring your uh, nachyomi and I bring my... Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing, I'm hearing like date night where like it starts off just
1: talking about the kids and, and like life being slow and all on. And then like it's just going and going. And sometimes that's all it is. And right. other times it's that, that, and then, and then it shifts. And then when yes. you're there for a friend, right. and they're, then all of a sudden like, everything yeah. they've been going through comes out and you're there their yeah. their shoulder and you're able to be there for that person. It doesn't have to be... You well. know. I think it's also, it also takes work. It takes work to both, I had a rough day today, am I willing to share that with somebody or am right. I right. keeping it to myself? Right. It depends on if the person's judgmental. If the person's right. open, if the person's right. judgmental, would, then, would, then you don't my want to My kids and I, whenever we hear an ambulance, ambulance or something, we see like, yeah, um, take care of the doctor, the person gets safe, gets the person gets healthy. And even with my kids in the car with me, it's so hard to push myself to like bring us both into the conversation. I'm just like, it's that these conversations are just, they're just hard to start. They are. And like,
0: they're very hard they're to like, start.
1: it's it it. to not push it to so like just let the, let it. I but go. Go. I think
0: it's hard to start. I think but it for it. but the thing that it's hard to go. start because of this pressure that we put on ourselves that there is this like. Mm, there is this like uh, powerful entry that must happen. Mm-hmm. You know, Reb Nachman says when you start doing his bodilus, you just say, you know, Hashem, this morning, I, I, I woke up in the morning, I had that thought, I, I tied my shoe, like, mm-hmm. that's how he says you start these bodilus, not, mm, <laughs> 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 it's, 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 shalom aleichem, I'm here hi, yesh sure. Yeshpa Meshu. and that's what so he's saying, davening has to be, davening, if that's what happens during davening, that's good, meaning it's okay, but keep on davening, keep on davening, and he brings an a, a, a example that a chassid saw this by Rabbi Nassim once, look at this, si me pi Rabbi Avram and Nachman, You've heard this name before, Rabbi Avram the son of Rabbi Nachman. He was a braslaver chassid who actually moved to Eretz Yisrael, and the only time that he, but he would always, but back then, late 19th century, early 20th century, he kept on traveling back to Uman for Rosh Hashanah. Pretty wild to, back and forth back then. He's also friendly with Rav Kook. This Rabbi Avram Ber Reb he wrote a beautiful parish called Bir Beer Halikutin. And his name has come up quite often. he was a real Eretz Yisrael, like a Rebbe Nachman Chassid. Very special, very, very special. And he's the son of, of, of Rebbe Nachman, not Rebbe Nachman, but a Talmud of Rebbe Nassin, whose name was Rebbe Nachman from the town of Tolchin. The more you could learn the this stuff, with, in breast of these names will become more familiar. Shamatisipur mepi Reb Avram bereb Nachman, asher shamo meavi Rebbe Nachman Tulchin. He heard from his father, Reb Nachman of Tulchin, who was Talmido HaMuvak ונאמן ביתו של Morenu Reb Nassan. Okay, so this Reb Levin Zagbinder that's telling us this heard from Rabbi Avram, who heard from his father, and his father was Reb Nassan's right-hand man. It says before there were trains, this, Reb Nachman of Tolchin and Reb Nossan were traveling. They were taken by horse carriage, uh, you know, a horse carriage. This, this sometimes the the journey would take God knows how long. And sometimes they would they would, they would walk for days and days and days. They would they would travel for days. Kasher and they ended up davening. Ended up davening shachris on the right as they're traveling. starts one morning. Be'ineh This Reb Nachman Tolchina sees Reb Nassen's trying so hard to begin the davening like he's used to, with the right? The way that he's accustomed to when he's in his setting. Wasn't stemming. Didn't work. He tried so hard. He tried so hard. But it didn't work for him. It says Reb Nasan of Bratslav, "Toch kede yegiya atzuma le'alhivet libo." While he's trying so hard and nothing is working, he yegiya le pasuk zamru l'Hashem chasidav v'hodu lezeicher kocha, which is relatively in the beginning of Shacharis, right? Because if you're davening yourself, fine. First you have hodu, and then you have Mizmor Shir Hanukkah to Beit This pasuk zamru. Uh, the beginning of he reaches this pasuk, and then suddenly that was the pasuk that was his entry, going into the sichas chaverim with Hashem. We don't know what pasuk is going to stand out for us. That's like, okay, come in. Here's your entry. He goes in there. Slavos, from that moment on, the davening was with the with the life force and the simcha that he was used to. And Until the end, basically the rest of his davening was in an expansive mindset. So what's this story telling us? Even Rabnasan he had to work like this, had to, you know, it, it happened to him as well. And I think it's a very li- big big limit for us. That just like you never know at what point in a conversation, like you were saying before, it's going to just shift into this other thing. With the psukim, on the, on the date night with the eibishter, we don't know at what moment, or the morning date, whatever it was, the afternoon date, on the date with Hashem, we don't know at what moment the, there will be these words that suddenly are so inviting, where it does transform into that other place. But I may, not, I may never get there because I, closed, I, closed, I, I end the date early right? I never know what it's going to be. This happens a lot often to Chazanim and Roshan and Yom Kippur where they know they're standing in front of their, in the name of the tzibur, they have to be on. But there's so much pressure to be on that it, 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 this happens. And then they just in the middle of davening, there's one of the piyutim that just brings back some kind of a shvich I don't know how else to describe it, and you're there. Just like it happens between people, it happens like that between us and the Rebbe as well. As long as the conversation continues. That's the point. And
1: what worked yesterday doesn't necessarily mean... Mm-hmm. It Bichlal, no, mm-hmm.
0: it probably won't.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah? It's a very good point to remember. Because mm-hmm. I think yesterday's... Uh, people get stuck on you know being dictated by the high of yesterday or the entry of yesterday. Mm-hmm. You killed your today. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in shul I'm very cautious. I am try to be cautious of it because I... If, if, it was a, if it was a high Shabbos, last Shabbos, and we're trying to just remember that that's what was so high, but this Shabbos, the, the gate, the entry gate into the previous of Shabbos is a different one. That last Shabbos is high. has no relevance to this one. Now, go back to conversations between people. Let's say you did connect with someone very much on a certain Nakuda, And then you meet them again and you want to continue to be passionately in touch with them, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you think you have to do? So what? Okay, what was it we were talking about last week? Even though it's completely irrelevant to now, but I think I have to harp on whatever was last week. Arakti etarega. Basically, that's what, you know I killed the moment. I didn't allow myself to, to even discover what the entry of this conversation is going to be like. But it's like you were saying before, Adina, that it's mealous man. So if it's, it's be, if it's beyond time, don't don't even think of. Anything that has to do with, uh, in the realm of time, it's something new. mashu chadash. Yeah. But So he continues. We have a few more minutes? Yeah. Rabbi Avram and Nachman, from Tulchin, he would tell the story of this He would tell the story this Rabbi Abraham. He would tell the story of this Rabbi Abraham. He would tell the story of this Rabbi Abraham. When a person sees in their davening, there is, it's not on fire. It's not not even not on fire. lozorem lozorem doesn't mean fire. It just means it's not flowing. It's not there. Lo la'atzoreu Don't sit there and wait. I'm going to wait until I feel it. Ela la'amshich u la'amshich vachius bo tavo. will come as long as you stay committed to being part of the conversation. Omnam kan besipur u u'ba'al in the story of the balabait and the guest, our, Rabbi Nachman alludes to this: to strengthening yourself with sikh with conversations about Where you have to keep the conversation going until eventually words that come out of the heart will be the only thing that you hear in the conversation ava bowdai ken davai bitfila but we're saying we're taking that and we're saying this must be the same situation when it comes to davani shelo echat koleh shelo lekh happens all the time is this not going like we said shelibo omocho bal imol etkhir etpalav sgate's sgatenish lo lekh gam lo zaz hu lo ma yegi shon khiyut en me'ir lo shaint inisht cyberlos yedesh e do you come to the conclusion that you shouldn't daven because you're not passionate? Do you stand there and you heard a chasidish story about waiting for some? Are you going to sit there and wait? He's saying, You know that men are in davening because of mitzvah as man grama. That means they're time bound mitzvahs. We're going to wait there and wait until. This man is—you lost, even lost this man. Meaning, Chazal and their infinite wisdom knew that we might have this yaitzah to be like, I'm going to wait until I feel it, and then what's going to happen? I'm not going to feel it, and I'll keep on waiting. So I'll be there all day long waiting, and I'm evatling my whole day. So they said, you know what? You only have enough—you only have this and this amount of time to wait. Vizel lo time bound. elamain what's the Indian? Bottom paragraph, tzalich leatchil. Haynu lo Yesh lo bechol You start the conversation at any in any situation that in any matzav that you find yourself to be in. That's true regarding davening, but I want to speak about this in the level of sichat chavirim. Sometimes we think that we need to be. I don't know where this comes from besides just low self-esteem but sometimes with people that we feel they are more deeper or whatever, we feel like I can't just talk to them about shtuyot, or not shtuyot I have to, or I can't just start from where I'm at now I have to become such and such a person to engage in conversation with that type of a person but if, but I think he's saying over here, that's the Yitzhahara Mm -hmm. that's the Yitzhahara telling you, you're not good enough, you're not you know, you're not on the to quote the, what's his name? no what's his name? Stuart Smalley you remember him? I'm Damn it. good enough, I'm smart enough and doggone it, people like me I'm not good enough I'm not smart enough and this person probably doesn't like me what's your son? I wanna I'm attracted to that person's way of life I, I must, there must be something I can learn from them. But I'm not good enough. I'm not right. I have, to, I have to wait until I'm feeling passionate to talk to a person like that. But don't you remember why you want to engage with a person like that? Because you, that's, that's, your, that's your kavana. That's your song. So his eights over here is saying, don't, don't wait until you feel like you're on the level to talk to a person like that. Don't wait till you're on the level of daven with fire. It will come. But start the conversation. Never. Mm-hmm.
1: It's, it's like I know like we were discussing two weeks ago if you push Mamash. it off like it's putting conditions on something when I get to that place then I'll X, Y, and Z
0: because what happens even if you get there but let's say when I get to that place then I get to that place and I realize that's not what, that's not what it's about either yeah. Right. Even if you, even if you reached where you thought you were trying to reach, mm-hmm. But
1: ultimately
0: like, that means it's all about you. Nahon, the ego, beidiyuk, beidiyuk, nahon, nahon. So that's so again. Like I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna start this this, this paragraph again. I might <laughs> You have to start. <laughs> don't 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 check to see when it comes to Hashem. Am I feeling the fire or not? Just start. But I want to say also, when you see that inspiring person in your life, just start the conversation. Go for it. Just begin it. Begin it. It's true that when a person really wants to start daveling of course you want to be that passionate idol when a person wants to connect their speech to actually what they're thinking about, like we said before, this will happen in the middle of davening. If the ratson really is to feel it, to connect, but not putting conditions of I like what you said, Not, meaning my kavana is, I, I really want to lehit chaber. How? What it's going to look like? I don't know. But my ratzon is there. It'll happen. Now the last few words he said over here on the bottom of this paragraph, I love it. Yizke lehargish ta'am bitfilato. You ever leave shul and someone asks you, what did, what did, what did Musaf taste like? Tam. Right, we we, we should, It's it's good to talk like this because it brings up the, the, the you know the real our sensory when it comes to things that matter most like tefillah. What what did davening taste like? What's the tam? And, and you put in whatever you want to put in, you know. If it's it doesn't matter, but that that there's a tam, there's a taste as opposed to oh was a good davening. What was the tam? I don't know. That means it wasn't on. You have to have some kind of a tam. Also with learning, but with davening very much. So there's there's got to be a time to the tefillah. What are, those, what are the words you use? Like, um? I can't think
1: of
0: like how like like what does it taste like? What's like a good response? Uh, bubble b- bubble gum. I don't know. Like no, <laughs> no, right, no. Oh, I'm Sweet. serious.
1: Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet.
0: A good daven be like a good cor- like a, a, sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, yeah yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Smoked brisket, man. <laughs> yeah. it could be. No, like, a, sometimes davening is mamish. Ah, that was like a it's like Heimische tchunt. It was very Yiddish. Sometimes it was like a cheder, so it's like, it it tasted like a. I don't know. A, a
1: jarred fish. Like a what? <laughs> a, jarred a jarred
0: gefilde. <laughs> a jarred gefilde. <laughs> it has a taste. It, it has a taste. <laughs> But you know what? It's not. It's not even about food. But I, no, I, 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 it's a very serious question. What you're asking, it's not only food. What did it taste like? It was a tam of of achdus. It, it actually tasted like achdus, You know, you could do it with food too. It's easier for us to like a tam, a tam. Should it should it satiate you, or should
1: you be more thirsty? Like, mm.
0: Always, always, always make you hungrier. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's the Ishbet says, that he says, and Parshav told us that's exactly the difference between the satiation of food and Torah is that the more you eat, the hopefully the more full you are, and the more you eat Torah, if it's Torah, the hungrier you are. So as opposed
1: to Tom, it's, uh, Ta-
0: it's still thirsty. Tom what, what, tam, tam is not necessarily satiation, it's just this description. It's like okay. a tavlin of spice. It has to have a time. Klomar, and we'll with this paragraph on top. Klomar, lo panim lo lehamtim lechakot ad olerk. In this, it may seem very repetitive, but I'm telling you, it, this happens to us a lot in life, where we're waiting until we feel something to do it, and we never end up doing it, or we end up doing it eventually, and it's nothing near what we thought it was going to be like. How long, if you're waiting, for, how long will you actually have to wait? And will the hit orerut that you're looking for ever even happen? Whoever said that hamtana, the waiting room, How do you know that waiting is actually what's going to bring what you want? Maybe it's to do something else. Do you understand that everything we learned right now was based on a line in a story? I was in the Breslov bookstore this week, earlier this week. We did some really strong damage this week. It was good. I wasn't there for like a, a month or two. It's my mokum. It's my mokum. Tiny. Have you ever, Anyone ever been there? Yeah. It's a tiny little store in the middle of the It's Tiny. <clears throat> What's amazing though is that in the Shul, the, 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 the Talmud Torah that's right above it, you know, Rebbe Nachman's chair is in that building. It's like so, every time I go there, and, you know, Rebbe Nachman's chair that he sat on and taught is in that building that's right on top. It's a whole story how the chair got here. I once pulled out my phone to take a picture and I almost got lynched, mobbed in there, Any In any event, I walked inside and every time I'm there, there are stacks of new of, uh in Breslov. Am I missing something? What did Rabbi Nachman, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, how could there be? And every time I go in, I'm just like, this is just unbelievable how when you have one drop of real water, Mm. that's why Rabbi Nachman is referred to as the Nachal Novea Mekor Chokhmah. That's the acronym of his name. Nachal Novea, it's a, a, how do you say it in English? A A flowing stream of the source of wisdom is that you could take line, one lines of, of, of basically anything he said, the tzaddik's words, and just build neharot of etzot to get our to get our chizuk. So the person behind the county is this Hamish, a guy, a young American guy, and he he just he, he's so like excited about everything new that, that comes to him, and he always says to you know I recommend he's like come here, he takes me to like like that one or this one or this new one or that one. This week, for instance, there's a a new massive book written about how, based on Rebbe Nachman, um, it makes sense that there's no Rebbe that's alive today, in today's day and age, based, on, for you, in Breslov, based on Shulchan and it, It's just unbelievable. <laughs> Meaning, you know, you, know what the, you know how they used to refer to Breslov or Hasidim? <laughs> Toiter. Toiter means dead. The dead Chassidim, because it's the only Hasidist that didn't have a Rebbe. There was, there's never been a Rebbe since the first Rebbe not Ribnas. these are not Reb. these are not Dynasties. Rebbe's, huh? There's no dynasty. No, no it's, it was just him, was, there was never even an attack, it wasn't even like, well we tried him and it didn't work.
1: No.
0: Look, mm-hmm. But there's, there's got to be an Indian Pidimi <laughs> because it didn't work. So there's a whole sefer and understanding the maalach based on Rishonim, Achronim, but it's like this with every, remember I showed, did I showed you a whole book that I have on Azamra, just on Azamra, a whole safer just on the zamra, Torah pit Base. And So what we did was again, we just did this whole limud based on one sentence, in the middle of a paragraph that's in the middle of a of a story. It's a very beautiful thing. <laughs> it's a very wonderful thing. So it just means we have a, we have years Hashem should give us years to take advantage of all the tipin tipin of of you know water that can come and nourish our soul. And we'll continue with this Be'ezrat Hashem next week. So you can, if you want to keep it, it's fine. If not, you can bring the papers back here.